0: Uh, So let us now receive the word by way of a scripture reading from Anna Kelly.
1: Good morning, everyone. Um, A reading from the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verses 1 through 6 and 13 and 14. And the translation is from the Common English Bible. Lord, you have examined me. You know me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans. You study my traveling and resting. You are thoroughly familiar with all my ways. There isn't a word on my tongue, Lord, that you don't already know completely. You surround me, front and back. You put your hand on me. That kind of knowledge is too much for me. It's so high above me that I can't reach it. You are the one who created my innermost parts. You knit me together while I was still in my mother's womb. I give thanks to you that I was marvelously set apart. Your works are wonderful. I know that very well.
2: Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God, amen.
0: Amen. So I just wanna say that um, on this National Friendship Day, We're encouraged to connect with friends across the country and the world. And for some, it is a time for reconnection. Well, today, Anna is connecting with us from the Sunshine State of Florida. And Anna, we give joy and we appreciate you very much. And now, Melinda will deepen our worshipful connection with God by way of a a special song, Broken Vessels. i Amen. We give thanks to Melinda for sharing this beautiful song, Broken Vessels, with us and these these powerful lyrics we heard come into play in what I'm going to share with you today, that in all these pieces, broken and scattered, Christ raises up the broken to life. Uh, Last month, wow, July, (laughs) just yesterday, we as a faith community we focused during the month on uh creation care and and we carried that care message forward in both word and deed well this morning and for the three sundays to follow we're going to center on another aspect of creation this time in the creating in the making of which coalesces with our very being having been formed in the glorious image of God as shared in today's scripture passage from Psalm 139 verses 1 through 6 and 13 and 14. And it's part of our, our, our being known and part of the knowing. And in that knowing, we are called to be open to the inscrutable presence of God in many ways. And that includes places and times, and it seems too wonderful to imagine. Now, When it comes down to our spiritual lives as Christians, how might we be open to the presence of God? For the most part, that openness, that that knowing, is we tend to narrow that down to what's comfortable, comfortable touchstones such as uh, worship, prayer, uh, religious music, uh, study, Bible study. But what if we were to throw in the arts as a way to engage in the sacred? I'm gonna ask this in a different way. Have you ever experienced, have you ever felt how the spirit moves through art? Can art provide us a spiritual avenue to confront our humanity, to confront our human story while also assuring us of the mysterious glory of God? Absolutely. However, imagination, like art has often been seen as suspect uh, by Christians who perceive the art world as an assault upon traditional values, deeming it marginal, even useless. That said, I strongly believe otherwise for it is when we create or encounter the creativity of others, something something amazing, something transcendent happens. And here is where we occupy a holy space connecting us to God's magnificent presence. Thus, we begin our new series, Art Plus Faith, to explore how art can be the holy space in which the story of faith is retranslated and re-envisioned. And in that exploration, how the spirit uh, uh, implicitly and explicitly moves through art and in the making of. Well, today I'm going to center on a leading contemporary artist, Makoto Fujimura, who insists God, the artist, communicates with us first before God, the lecturer. And I'll focus on the making of the the opening up to, along with how brokenness is part of the art's journey, as well as in our own lives and faith journey. Well, Fujimura unabashedly states he experiences God the maker when emerged in the art of creating. And for him, unless we are making something, we can't know the depth of God's being and God's grace permeating our lives and God's creation. He says God moves in our hearts to be experienced, and then makes us all artists of the kingdom. I love that. All of us are artists of the kingdom, and that art of making can lead us to coming to know the the Creator personally. Now, when an artist makes, when they're when they're open and vulnerable, they take flight into the new. And what comes is is like a wind. It's it's a wind of creativity. What I would say what I would say is spirit, and that that wind guides and directs the artist with its energy. And at times within that flight, artists they enter into what the late Marcus Borg called a thin place, where they experience. They they come to know, and they're caught up in the spirit. Well, art opens us up to possibilities, and it impacts each of us differently. The arts is a way to value life's mysterious details and as a way to train our senses to pay attention to the world. It is we, and in that we, that's the artists and the viewers, each being participants. We are participants for something that is an active experience. We we see the vistas of the new. And straight up, that scene goes for the works of theists, as well as atheists. Because friends, God the artist works strangely through each of us, whether we want to acknowledge that or not. For every person, that's everyone, has been fearfully and wonderfully made by Yahweh. Now, as it pertains to Fujimura and his artwork, he uses materials and techniques with what is called nahanga, which is a Japanese style of painting. And what I I find particularly interesting about his artwork are the pigments that he uses. Uh, The pigments are pulverized minerals and precious metals that are applied in multiple layers. Uh, So before I go further, here's a question for you. What do you think is the amount of time That an average person spends looking at a great work of art. Would you be surprised if I were to tell you that it's just over 27 seconds? 27 seconds. Now, when taking in Fujimura's art, some might think, well, 27 seconds is enough time. And and I say this, and I'm not taking a shot at him. It's because his work comes across as deceptively simple. His God-inspired creative style has actually been made for the type of long unforced gaze by the views that slowly reveals its depth. Fujimura believes and he states it usually takes about, and he says at least 10 minutes of sitting, quieting our hearts and beholding the work before our eyes start to see and our brain stops trying to categorize. Art can train us to see with our eyes or even listen through our eyes. And that experience can help to tap into the eyes of your heart. And for us, faith community, our faith journey depends on being able to see things through these eyes. I'm gonna now share two of Fujimura's paintings from when he was commissioned to illuminate the pages of a volume titled, the four holy gospels, marking the 400th anniversary of the King James Bible. And this commission involved more than 250 distinct works of art. This painting that you're going to see is titled, Matthew, Consider the Lilies. Now the original was done in the Honga materials with over 60 layers of pulverized malachite and azurite on kumahara paper Now fujimura invokes the new creation of the biblical hope in depicting a transfigured lily as you take this in can any of you by worrying at a single hour to your span of life and why do you worry about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? This splendid image, friends, of an an, even a a fearful beauty can lead to understanding how God sees us now 100% a success, 100% complete, 100% loved and secure in Christ Jesus. Now, the second painting about to be shown, titled Karas Karos, The Tears of Christ, was also one of the five large-scale images that illuminated the four holy gospels, and using the water-based Nahanga materials, the main aesthetic theme for this painting was from John 11:35, Jesus wept, the shortest, and to Fujimura, the most profound passage in the Bible, and Fujimura's words, art, like the tears of Christ, may seem useless, ephemeral, and ultimately wasteful, But even though they evaporate into atmosphere, the extravagant tears of God dropped on the hardened, dry soils of Bethany. And they're still present with us because tears are ephemeral. They can be enduring and even permanent as with Jesus wept. In the same way, perhaps our art can be so as well. What seems at first to be an irrational response to suffering may turn out upon deep reflection to be the most rational response of all. If we took our time and stood before this painting with its background dark as death and the bright red, deep blue and gold punctuating from the darkness, we might see less of Bethany and more of Gethsemane. We might sense these being the tears of Christ shed over the centuries and for our present darkness. Here, friends, is powerful imagery in which we can feel by opening the eyes of our hearts. In addition to his paintings, along with mystical thoughts of art and theology and culture, Fujimura is a student of Kintsugi, and this is golden repair. And Kintsugi, kin k-i-n standing for gold and sugi meaning to reconnect it is the ancient japanese art form of mending broken ceramics with a lacquer mixed with precious metals restoring a bowl or cup to wholeness and function while highlighting rather than masking the fractures and as the slide says Kasugi is uh, built on the idea that embracing flaws and imperfections, you can create an even stronger, more beautiful piece of art. You see, in the Western world, we tend to uh, and we look at brokenness, something that's broken as well It's something to be fixed or, you know, you need to toss it because when it comes to broken ceramics like the plate or bowl, cup, (laughs) <laughs> Typically, what we do is we whip out the super glue because, you know, we, we, we don't want to see the cracks. We don't want to see those flaws. And if the cracks, that brokenness still shows, well, then it into the trash it goes, right? Well, for Kintsugi masters, though, they don't just fix or repair a broken vessel. They contemplate the fragments, carefully examining the broken lines for a reconnection. And after contemplation, the fragment edges are sanded and then the pieces are joined together with the metal that would best portray the vessel's beauty. With this applied lacquer being natural, it can mend so that the pottery is perfectly safe to use, be used again. And what we then have is a restorative result, far more valuable, even more beautiful than the original. Done with such mastery, No two works will look the same. No two works will break the same way. And it is in the resurrection of what has been broken being put into use again that is profoundly at the heart of Kintsugi. Friends, we are, as the apostle Paul describes, jars of clay, jars that are easily broken and oftentimes considered useless, even ugly. Yet Christ doesn't consider us useless or ugly. No, no, he sees beyond our shattered remains. Christ, he picks up the pieces and reconnects us, pouring God's gold into what has been broken. And it is precisely through our brokenness and fissures that God's grace, God's grace can shine through as in the gold that fixes and fills fissures. It fills the fissures in Kintsugi. And Sugi is a marvelous picture of what Christ does in our lives. But it's not just a fixing. It's not just a restoration. In the beholding of those painful, broken fragments, Christ makes us a new creation. And this is not in a shaming way, but in a most beautiful way being made new. We are reminded of the abundance in this world God graciously and magnificently created. Faith community, brokenness is part of the arts, as well as our life and faith journey. As with Makoto Fujimura's paintings, the minerals that he uses, right, in the pigments, they've got to be pulverized. Those are broken. And Here's another one. Take playwrights, take playwrights and screenwriters and novelists. Now within those stories they write, those characters and those stories, they've got to be tested beyond what they can bear. Each of them are being broken. And for dancers, think about this, for dancers, you know, to get that miraculous leap in which our jaws they drop and we're mesmerized, ask them about their bodies. Their bodies, to get that leap, their bodies have to be broken over and over and over again. In the journey of brokenness, we experience something that transcends the brokenness. In that signature of the new given birth through darkness, we recognize a mark of greatness given to an enduring arts worthy of all of our attention. Friends, As today's message, the first in our art plus faith series comes to a close. And before we are empowered by the sacrament of communion to go into the world, to create and to make, I'll share these final words. With the Kintsugi grace of Jesus Christ, we are called daily to a Kintsugi life in which we not only reveal our mended lives to others, but whereby we grace one another by seeing that same beauty in them. And with that in mind, let us be the kind of church that doesn't try to fix broken people, but the kind that beholds them, contemplating the shapes which broken pieces can inspire. Harmony, let us pour gold. God's gold of love and compassion into the fissures of our broken lives to create anew. Amen, amen. Let us now turn to Rev. Dave for the Sacrament of Communion.
2: I must say that uh, that's the best introduction to communion that I've ever heard. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Mark. Because as we gather uh, before elements, um, we remember that Jesus was broken. Jesus was broken; his his you know his <laughs> his limbs and flesh and and uh, um, you know life force were broken, and God was able to pour a golden uh, golden spirit that not only not only made him whole for us, but because of him, uh, gave us that same kind of blessing. And so, uh, and so we, we received that and utilize that in our observation of the sacrament of, of communion. I invite you, if you haven't already to find a, find, find a, a bread or cracker or, um, some kind of substance. And, uh, and then, uh, some form of, of juice, um, Wine, or or milk, or tea—what what works? And and we remember, uh, we remember that uh, uh, that Christ was broken, and and He offered that broken self so that <clears throat> so that we might, first of all, be be fully aware, as Pastor Mark has so so clearly shared with us, that we are all broken. That's how life goes, and yet that's not the end of the story. That he pours out into us, that that golden adhesive, uh, this Holy Spirit of, uh, of love and grace, that that knits our lives back together, and enables us to be those who can see the beauty in the broken pieces of others. Thank you, Pastor Mark, for that beautiful charge uh, that we do that. As we enter into participating in this sacrament together. I would invite you to uh, join with me in saying together uh, the prayer that, uh, that Jesus taught and that he, he shared and uh, that he invites to be the anchor of our lives as we pray. Our creator who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And so we gather, uh you know, each in our place. And uh, as I've said before, I think it's kind of appropriate to do it online because the spirit <laughs> works through the space ages, um, and ages uh, and in amazing ways. And we, we gather and remember that Jesus on his last meal with his disciples took, took the bread that was on the table and he gave thanks for it, he gave thanks for the gifts of life and he broke it, saying this, this is my body, my body, which is broken. Broken like yours is, but in this case, broken for your broken bodies. That you might know new wholeness through my sacrifice. In similar fashion, he took the cup that was on the table, poured it out, and gave thanks, saying, "This, this is my blood." My blood poured out for you, my blood of a new covenant. Every time that you eat this bread and drink this this cup, remember me. Remember, I might add, remember my brokenness. And how God is able to, to make something whole and new and miraculous through me. And because of that, through you. So I invite you to take take what bread you have and cup you have, partake of them together, knowing that this is the body and the blood of Christ, given that each one of us might know new life through him. This is a powerful, powerful sacrament that's that's why it's a sacrament because uh because grace happens through what seems very common and and yet we are transformed and we then can be those who bless others amen and amen
0: amen thank you Rev Dave and it's good to see you in nature Continuing sort of that creation theme, right? I love it. I love it.
2: Well, only trouble is I can hardly see you. There's such a glare on the computer that it's (laughs) We are connected.
0: We are connected. Listening with our eyes, right? So, in our hearts. Friends, uh, it is a blessing. And so uh, let us be reminded to take that Kintsugi grace of Jesus Christ and live daily uh, lives uh, to be the light uh, of Christ for others to uh, help those and be for those and contemplate those broken pieces in our lives and lift those up for inspiration uh, for restoration and reconnection Uh, what a blessing and so next Sunday we continue our art plus faith series and Elliot Lawrence is going to share a message uh, in that so we're looking forward to that and again that's at 10:30 via zoom and on Facebook live and at this time we'll uh, go into our question of the day uh, and so we look forward again to seeing you and connecting with you uh, next week uh, enjoy this day and this week peace